You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Devin Witherspoon cuts back. What a night for the rookie. You think they love him in Seattle? How about six points? Touchdown, Witherspoon. No flags. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. One more player award that we want to get to before we continue our line movement conversation, and that is Defensive Rookie of the Year. Jalen Carter leads the way at minus 125. We've got the aforementioned Witherspoon at 3-1. to one. But, Joe, I think you and I were simpatico when we both kind of said during the break out loud almost at the same time, why is it that Will Anderson is 8-1 to one on BetMGM? It's fascinating because when it comes to this award, if you are drafted highly, that is usually a strong indicator that you're going to be up for this award. And Will Anderson mm-hmm. was the first defensive player chosen. Yep, that's uh, it certainly jumped out to me. And he's the third favorite. Like much was made of the Witherspoon move, and that is certainly fair. So, I mean, he's terrific. That's why they added him to that defense. Then he had the highlight play, 97-yard pick six. So his number comes way down. Christian Gonzalez injury, that really shook things up at the very top of the defensive uh, rookie of the year market. I know a lot of smart people that were putting uh, money on Christian Gonzalez to win this award. So now he's out of the conversation completely. And Witherspoon's just, just sitting there. Now, we don't have the splashy plays. That, I'm, I'm sorry, Anderson's just sitting there. We don't have the splashy mm-hmm. plays. That's the thing with Anderson. We've got one sack, but he's certainly making an impact with his five QB hits. You'd, ha- you'd have to imagine that he's going to start to accumulate some of those numbers that the voters take a look at. But voters nowadays, they do look at stuff like pressures more often than not. And it kind of seems like the Texans are becoming a, a somewhat buzzy team, Aaron. So maybe uh, people look at Will Anderson. That's a good point. I think you're getting a lot of good value on him, especially since Witherspoon just had that pick six and what they were able to do against Daniel Jones and contain Darren Waller. And in, I like Witherspoon too. I think if he can continue to get better and do more of that, it'll be tough. But Will Anderson is definitely the better value play here. Yeah, I'm kind of there as well with uh, Anderson in large part because, you know, when we're talking about the Texans, yeah, they're in my bottom five right now, but they are a work in progress. And I think there are going to be some things that do improve over the course of the season. I think one of them is going to be Will Anderson's play in general. Uh, He's not necessarily going to be sharing, you know, the pass rushing stats 
with just about anybody else. And he's someone you're going to have to be watching out for because we know what he's capable of. He has a certain flexibility in terms of different defensive uh, looks that I think will help him out a great deal as far as getting voters' attention. And look, if the Texans really are in contention for the AFC South and surprise mm-hmm. us in some way, then you want to buy into that market in some way. And the only place where I am comfortable right now is defensive rookie of the year in large part because Stroud may be due for some regression. I don't know if there are other skill position players or you know veteran defensive guys you like here. So I think Anderson is kind of the only play that makes sense, Joe. We, we could have back-to-back years where the same team has the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. Last year it was Great the Jets. Play. And this year, it could be the Texans. It could be. You got Stroud as the favorite and Will Anderson in the conversation. He's the third favorite. What's the blow-up game? If you're if you're trying to time the market, like what's the blow-up game? Is it this week against Atlanta? Is it the following week against the Saints when they face Carolina, Tampa Bay? Because if Stroud continues to play to this level, and the New Orleans matchup in a couple weeks might be tough for him. But if he, you know, if he, continues to play at this level like he's going to continue to get a lot of love but i'm trying to figure out like where's where's the the game for anderson where it's like whoa and then he makes his big move it monday night it was witherspoon that was his big game so when's the anderson big game who whenever he's playing a statue quarterback and he will get that a lot in that division maybe it's against the jaguars because that offensive line's not very good, and maybe Trevor Lawrence is waiting too long for things. I mean, I know he still deals in the quick passes, but if that's still not working, maybe he tries to hang on to the ball a little bit longer. And through the offensive adjustment, that gives Will Anderson opportunities to get his. I'm looking mm. for statue quarterbacks for him to absolutely demolish, Aaron. Mm. Well, I he's not quite a statue quarterback, but the offensive line is terrible. The Panthers right after their bye. Yeah. yeah. Well, New Orleans isn't great offensive line anymore either, right? So that's mm-hmm. true. Before... Back-to-back opportunities for our man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Straight so, uh, together. It, it, Carolina, Tampa, Cincinnati. How's Joe Burrow doing? Arizona. He's, that's a month of football for Will Anderson. That that could be out of the bye when he makes his big move in a few weeks. I like that, Paul. Mm-hmm. I was I was just going to say, I don't think you have to do it before this week because I think the Falcons are just going to run the ball and not let yeah, Desmond right. Ritter try to not let Desmond Ritter lose the game because the Texans' run defense stinks. So I think you can wait till after this week. And then, yeah, between Carr, Bryce Young, Baker, Burrow, I'd say – I'd say after this week, see where you're at. Maybe next week is the time to mm-hmm. place that bet. And and next week, Jalen Carter gets the Jets offensive line. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he might he might you might get a better number on Anderson in a couple of weeks is what we're saying. Yeah, I, I, I ton of sense. You know, especially with a buy where people forget about him and then numbers move on when you know you don't have a chance to make your argument. There, I, I think makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, any other awards, uh, offense rookie of the year, or anything else uh, that we want to get to, Joe? Uh, no, I'm good on on that. I think I'm good. Let's move the line moves because we're getting a lot of movement. We got favorites changing this morning. No kidding. We've got uh, Cincinnati down to minus three from three and a half. So the hook is gone against the Cardinals, even though I am making a more than compelling. It's not that compelling. Even though I'm making a case for the Bengals, 
in Survivor against the Cardinals. <laughs> uh, the market isn't exactly agreeing with me as the hook is gone now, Joe. Yeah, that that, that happened yesterday. Nobody wants anything to do with the Bengals. Nobody. That's where we're at. That's how bad it's been. I'll believe it when I see it. That's the mentality a lot of people are taking with the Bengals. And I agree with that. Doesn't mean I'm going against them. Doesn't mean I'm fading them. But as far as backing them, I'll believe it when I see it. When I see that he's healthy, then then it's a different story. Then I'll consider the Bengals like I did a year ago. Yeah, the Bengals have just been one of the most uninspiring teams so far. And it's disappointing, Crazy. too. I just think maybe they mismanaged the situation with Burrow. Probably should have got him some rest. Now they're just in a really tough situation, and it just doesn't look good. I, and I'm higher on the Cardinals. I thought they were going to be a lot worse. And like I said, the Cowboys game, they have shown that they're not just going to, you know, tank. It's not going to be a lost season. They've been scrappy. They've been competitive and they can hang around. It, you know, so much of it, Aaron, is just this idea that Joe Burrow is the, like, you've got great receivers. Like, Jamar Chase, T, they're all wonderful. And Joe Burrow is very fortunate to have a receiving core like that this early in his career. At the same time, like, I think this is more an indictment on the Bengals' play calling and play design that they can't Hello. handle whatever challenge is thrown their direction. That is mm -hmm. a big problem. Like, it is all about Joe Burrow hero ball in a lot of cases. And look, he can do it. That's fine. But if he has any kind of injury, then what's the backup plan? What is the plan B? The Bengals, despite having a letter B in their name, they don't have a plan B. It is Burrow or nothing. And guess which side we have now, Joe? So you're telling me Zach Taylor's not a genius? Is that what you're saying? Come on, Ed. Everybody told me he is the last couple of years. Um, now, do you guys know what the look ahead was on this? Talk about adjusting. Seven. One week Double ago, it was seven and a half. It was seven uh, and a half last week. And it was just a week I mean, ago. Maybe, Joe Burrow was still not looking good. Yeah, maybe it was ten in the preseason, honestly. Yeah. But right. yeah, that was that was one week ago. It it moved mm -hmm. four and a half points. <laughs> with not much changing yeah god that's nuts that's it, well nuts. there's not a lot uh, to like jamar chase yeah. is frustrated the joe burrow situation now we're talking about the head coach and oh by the way this is a cardinals team you know yeah they're they're not the best talented roster in the nfl <laughs> but i don't i wouldn't overlook them and they're at home too so the Bengals have to travel i'd be concerned selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Turn. Mm-hmm. No, that's fair enough. Let's move on now to the Chiefs and the Vikings. And the president of the Kirk Cousins fan club has a lot of sway here. A lot of sway because the line has moved all the way down to Kansas City minus four. Uh, yeah, the Chiefs are on the road and it is an indoor game. So we are expecting a lot of points. But Joe, it's still interesting to see that Kansas City is not that big of a favorite going up, mm-hmm. going up against a team that just notched its first win of the season. Uh, I was very curious what this line was going to be, and they kind of put it in no man's land. And what the market is telling us right now is people are obviously betting the Vikings. So I'm wondering, are they maneuvering the number to a spot where they're going to come in 3x, 4x, 5x on the Chiefs side? (laughs) This is nuts. The, The Vikings just got their first win. It was not a comfortable win against the lowly Carolina Panthers that can't do anything offensively. And they're going back home, and now it's a four-point spread. Four? I never thought the number would be this short. Never. I mean, people are coming in so hard, I'm wondering if it's going to go to three and a half, which is just crazy. So what does this say? Does this say – I don't think it's a a Vikings reaction. I think it's a fade Mahomes uh, Chiefs reaction to what we just saw and what we've seen a lot. Let, Let me ask you guys this. Because I've been hearing this a bunch over the last couple of days by people that used to be in the game. They used to be GMs, you know, coaches and all that. They're at the point where they're worried about the Chiefs, worried about their handling that whole situation because of throwing out the old distraction word. And with with that distraction that's been going on, I mean, in all seriousness, I know we all joke about the Taylor Swift stuff, but they're like, how are they f- even focused? And it looks like it's carrying over to the football field. Are they truly focused? Are they prepping like they were last couple of seasons when they've won championships? Are are they at that level right now? Because it, it seems like they're more interested in their outside of football life right now. I could see that. I I like that angle. I think if any coach can reel things back in, it's Andy Reid, though. You know, and Mm -hmm. I wonder how much is 
this that people think maybe the or maybe it's just me maybe the vikings are not as bad as their record indicates i mean they don't have a terrible roster i might be higher on kirk cousins than anyone else around here but i think that could be a part of it here as well i like the taylor swift angle and the distraction uh but i just think andy reed is gonna get these guys together i don't think they're gonna let this get out of control Joe, you remember when uh, the Chiefs won their first Super Bowl and, you know, all that mm -hmm. pomp and circumstance, first time they'd done it in a really long time. And then that distraction word came out then. It almost feels like history is repeating itself. Now, this Taylor Swift thing this is a whole new level of crazy. <laughs> but yeah. I do think, though, that this is something that the Chiefs are just going to have to hear as far as criticisms are concerned, no matter it's Taylor Swift or something else. I feel like I've heard this story before. Now, they didn't go back to back as far as championships are concerned, but they went deep enough in the playoffs and they have gone deep enough in the playoffs every year since. And that leads me to believe that, okay, maybe there are some distractions early in the year. And when you're talking about this upcoming game, okay, I'm more willing to have that conversation. But this idea that distractions are going to persist throughout the rest of the year, that I think is balderdash absolute balderdash they are it's the early in the season like it's all about acquiring information knowing who your receivers are who you can trust those kinds of things it's not about you know okay we need to play at our championship level in the here and the now and even though Aaron I think you're right that Kirk Cousins has played better than the reputation suggests the wide receivers are certainly better than the reputation suggests at the same time this is a bad Vikings defense that is reloading. That's it. It is a shorter number than it should be, Joe. That that That's the short of it for me in this game. We've got Pat Mahomes coming off a primetime game where he looked as bad as we've seen him, right? And then yeah. you've got, if it's, I look at it as like, there was a receiver drop game. There was a receiver fumble game. Like they've had all of that early on. I don't expect that to continue. There's a reason the Vikings send pressure, send pressure, and don't get home. This is a horrendous defense. So we've got Mahomes, a controlled environment going against this defense. It's like, yeah, at a short number, I'm probably going to bet the Chiefs <laughs> at this point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, real quickly, uh, Titans-Colts line flip from Indy being a one-point favorite to Tennessee being a one-point favorite. What do you guys make of that? I don't get it. Nothing yet. I have to see if there's any news or anything coming out. Today's the first day of the injury reports, but I, I'm not quite sure why why that happened. Yeah, I'm not high I'm on either there. of these teams, so it makes yeah. sense <laughs> why it's such a tight spread. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Are you?